Blog Talk Radio. edition of the Clown Hour. I'm your host, Mr. Moss. I'm Scott Burks, and uh, this is this, uh, this podcast is a partner of my sports blog called the Clown Hour. That's clown spelled with K, by the way. You'll be able to find me on the web at www.theclowntimes.net, and you'll also find me on Facebook, uh, my Facebook fan page, where we're having a little bit of fun this week of uh, March Madness and NFL Free Agency, which will be another podcast for another day. Uh, but anyway, you can just Find me, just do a Google, I'm sorry, not a Google search, but a uh, search in the in the left-hand um, search bar. Just type it in, Clown Times. That's, again, that's Clown with spell with K. You'll be able to find me there. Um, speaking of the March of March Madness, uh, the ACC tournament is going on right now. I have that going on in the kitchen right now, and, and I'm paying close attention to it, as is my next guest. Uh, you guys know him from the um, All Sports Discussion ACC Sports Blog. Is Jeff Fan for a quick podcast on um, how the ACC tournament is shaping out so he can go back to watching it. Jeff, what's happening? How you doing? Hey, how you doing, Scott? Doing good tonight. Good, good, good. Uh, I just, you know, like uh, like when I asked you to do a podcast earlier, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that there would be a game going on right now, and I should have known better because I'm watching it out of the room and doing this podcast as well, and I'm sure you got the eye on it as well, so... I promise we'll make it quick for you, quick and painless, uh, so we right, can both good. get back to watching it. <laughs> okay, so let's just run down right quick what happened today. Um, Notre Dame rallying against Duke. Uh, were you? A, how shocked were you by that Notre Dame came from 16 points down in the second half against a Duke team that was seemingly on cruise control in the middle of the second half? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty surprising to to see, a, you know, Mike Krzyzewski coach team just kind of collapse down the stretch uh, there today. But I think that kind of proves, you know, the limitations of this year's Duke team, uh, especially with Emil Jefferson out. I mean, they're really thin uh, on the bench. And when the three stop falling, 
they're going to have trouble scoring. They they're not really that great of a defensive team, and they they look they look like a wore out team. I mean, when it got right. late into that second half, I mean, as opposed to I would say Clemson's collapse last night against Georgia Tech, where they just didn't play well in the final few minutes, and and uh, when when in trying to milk the clock, it seemed like uh, yesterday with with Clemson Duke just looked like a team that just ran out of gas. And Notre right. Dame looked like the fresher team. Uh, Duke couldn't defend them, and then they ended up losing. And I don't think this Duke team is capable of, of, you know, with a good draw, they might be able to reach the Sweet 16, but I think that's about as far as they can go when the tournament starts. So pretty much Notre Dame's max max point uh, was the Sweet 16. I, I tend to agree because, this is not the same. This is not the, the talent of Notre Dame team as was as was last season when they took UK to the brink uh, to the brink, the University of Kentucky. That is um, right. I, 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 think I don't. Duke I don't. Is, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that this is really a great Notre Dame team either. That they, you know, they're still pretty good on offense, but that's not a very good defensive team. And um, yeah, I, that's what I think on both teams. I I'd be surprised if either could can advance past the Sweet 16, and then wouldn't surprise me at all if both either are put out, if both of them put out the first weekend. Yeah, I, I think agree, especially with Duke's case, because Duke is playing with, what, six six guys? You know, with, with Emil Jefferson yeah. out. Uh, and, yeah, they're going to run out of gas if they have no I'll tell you what, the long rest between today and the start of the tournament was Thursday or Friday was doing some good, uh, but yeah. still not that deep. Um I'll get to UNC's demolition of Pitt in a moment, but we're going to stay with, like, we're going to go with the possible other number one seed in, in Virginia. Is anything going to, is anything going to stop Virginia in this tournament, in this conference tournament? I mean, they took Georgia Tech apart. I mean, Georgia Tech is better than the record is. And the, mm-hmm. the, the way Virginia made it look so easy, particularly in the second half, it's almost as if that, proverbial anaconda that would choke people's asses out in the second half and just wear <laughs> yeah. them down. Gosh. Yeah, they 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 played fantastic in the second half against Georgia Tech, who, like you said, I mean, Georgia Tech came into this game playing really well, you know, playing yeah. over the last, you know, three, three weeks, and they'd beat Notre Dame and had beaten Pitt, beat Florida State on the road, had the big win against Clemson. Uh, last night, and and Virginia just absolutely smothered them in the second half. Uh, Marcus George's Hunt, you know, who had, who had just been you know playing at like an all ACC caliber level the last few weeks. I mean, he was totally shut down by Virginia. And th- this Virginia team, as opposed to the last couple of years, who, when they've had like those locked down defensive teams, you know, this this team I think is more capable than than the other two, especially last year when. When Justin Anderson um, went out, they lost a lot of their that offensive ability. And you know, this season with the way Brogdon's playing, he's playing. He's an All-American right now. He, that's one of the five best players in college basketball this year. He's he's doing it on the defensive end. He's he's doing it on the offensive end. And then they're getting contributions from uh, from Gill and Parentis who can score. I mean, they have multiple guys that can score. It's just not Brogdon. And they are really, really playing well right now. I mean, they they took care of a good Louisville team last week pretty easily. I think that 
I mean, I'm not ready to give them the ACC tournament because I think, you know, North Carolina is a really talented team that when they're on, you know, they're a national right. championship level team. You just don't know about North Carolina. But I, I think, you know, going into tonight's game, you know, we know Miami is a very capable team. You know, they, they can support right. from multiple positions. Or if they get into a game tomorrow night with a Virginia Tech, and, and that could be a kind of a pretty wild uh, atmosphere in D.C. between Virginia and Virginia Tech, and 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 the way Virginia Tech is playing, you know they they've got multiple players that can handle the basketball and and give them a chance against Virginia. So as well as Virginia's playing, you know I'm not I'm not ready to hand them the ACC tournament just yet. They they've got some challenges still ahead, but they they played fantastic tonight. Yeah, and I'm not, and to your point. My eyes on the Virginia Tech squad that's going against Miami right, right now. They're up 10 to 9 very early going. I mean, the job that Buzz Williams has done with the Hokies is it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he doesn't get consideration for Coach of the Year, I would scream out loud. I mean, to take this Hokies team and, and get them from, like, winning, like, four ACC games the first, like, the last two years to winning 10 ACC games this year, amazing. Amazing coaching job by Buzz Williams. Yeah, I, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And, and as good as uh, I think uh, Jim Laranega might have won the, the ACC Media Coach of the Year, and, and he's done a great job too. But I would, if I had a vote, yeah, I would have voted for uh, I would have voted for Williams because he he has got that team playing some great basketball right now, and they are so tough right. to defend. And and they kind of remind you of the teams he had at Marquette. That, that were capable of of getting through the six the Sweet Sixteen and those NCAA teams he had at Marquette. I mean Marquette, just you know multiple players that can handle the basketball, tough, hard nosed. You know not maybe the most overly talented individual team, but just you know constantly attacking, just like his Marquette Marquette teams were. That you know you they get into the tournament. And, and they wouldn't be right. all that big, but they just they just keep attacking, 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 and they were relentless. And and that he, the Virginia Tech program is really starting to take on his his identity. Right, right, and which is great. It's great for the league too, because uh, this league has been most of, the most competitive in recent memory. Now things going to be the most of the, the uh, next season when Buzz starts to bring in more of his guys. And, and whatnot, and and and, and also uh, Leonard Hamilton, Florida State. Uh, but that's another podcast for another day, for, for another day. We mentioned Pitt earlier. Um, you know UNC's performance. Uh, UNC. I mean, they're just. I mean, if they can shoot, they'd be unstoppable. The problem is that they're inconsistent on it. But I thought that they did a great job in taking apart a very good Pitt team, in my opinion. But since Pitt is the proverbial bubble team. How many teams do you see the ACC send to the tournament? I, I personally have seven. I got uh, UNC, UVA, uh, Miami, uh, Notre Dame, Duke, uh, Pitt, and Syracuse. Uh, I know that Joe Lenati on the, uh, the Bracketology yeah. on, on, on uh, ESPN.com has Syracuse as the first teams out and teams through the likes of uh, Mammoth and uh, uh, Michigan in front of them, which they have, in my mind, have do not have as good resumes as as, as, as Syracuse, uh, and they, and he also has Pitt as the last team in. So 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 do you agree that the ACC should send seven teams, or do you think 
that maybe six would be the best bet. All right, that, that I definitely think the first six that you mentioned will definitely make it in. I, I think I think Pitt's more comfortably in than than the way he's making it. They 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 played pretty well. Um, you know, they had that win over Duke, and then they lost to Georgia Tech, but then they beat Syracuse. I mean, they have a decent record. That's a tournament quality team. Syracuse is going to be the interesting one, and I'm, I I I think they're a deserving team that that should get in. But it's going to be close. Uh, the Syracuse is definitely on on the bubble, and and they're going to have and be watching tournaments around the country, hoping for upsets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they had they had a couple of decent results uh, today with Vanderbilt uh, losing. I think that knocks them out. It looks like the SEC, you know, or a few weeks ago that some people thought they could get five teams in, and and now that looks like a three bid <laughs> league. So, yeah. and, and I think you could argue that only two really probably belong in the tournament. I'm not sure if South Carolina is really an NCAA team, but you know they yeah, have they have a strong record. Yeah, they have a strong record. They'll probably get in, but um, you know, I, 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 Syracuse is right on the bubble. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna sneak in, but they're they're gonna be sweating it on on Selection Sunday. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, you may be right because, I mean, it's a shame because Syracuse has good wins out of conference. They beat Texas A&M. They won the, um, the, the Atlanta basketball classic in the Bahamas last, like, last winter. Well, actually, we're still in winter, technically, but I should say last December. And, you know, they mm-hmm. have some quality wins. I mean, I look at Michigan's resume. They don't have any quality wins out of conference. Same with Mama. <laughs> I mean, Mama played some people. I mean, Mama did beat. Notre Dame, but it wasn't a true, you know, uh, road game. But, you know, I mean, be that as it may, I think that Syracuse did put themselves in this position by playing consistently down the stretch of the regular season. But I still like their resume, overall resumes over the aforementioned Michigan. Well, especially Michigan. Uh, they they just right. played nobody out of conference. They didn't beat anybody out of conference. And, they, and the Big Ten is, is pretty down this year compared to previous seasons. Uh, yeah, there, I don't. Cause, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to keep cutting you off. I'm sorry about that. Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with you. I think the Big Ten's a little bit down than they've been in the in the past. The Michigan State's really good. You know, the other team that Syracuse is going to have to keep an eye on, especially tonight, is if Virginia Tech were to beat Miami. I think they yeah. start getting on the fringes of the bubble, especially if they were to knock off Miami and then beat Virginia. They might, they might steal. I don't think Virginia Tech has to win the ACC tournament to get in. I think if they make it to Saturday um, and get to the finals, I, I think they would, they would sneak in because they, they did finish the year ten and eight in the ACC. They would have won seven or eight games in a row to finish the year. Would have twenty wins. Syracuse needs to be rooting for Miami tonight <laughs> and not for Virginia right. to pull a couple of upsets. Right, right. They, I think you have a great point there because in addition to, to, to Virginia Tech winning 10 games, I mean, think about it. I mean, they, they would have beaten Miami, which they stumped the last game of the season, the, right. of the regular season, and they would have beaten Virginia for the second time this season. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, yeah, and that would have that that would boost their their the the resume just the resume would just overlap Syracuse at that point. I, 
I, I mean, I, I think that, um, I mean, a lot of people have, like, or, or, or like um, a dinging of, of Virginia Tech because of the out-of-conference schedule and the record out-of-conference. Right. And, granted, they did get off to a slow start, so there's no debate in that. I just think that, to your point, if they beat Miami for a second time and if they beat Virginia, which they're capable of doing because, again, they beat Virginia earlier this season, and to get to the right. finals against, against the Tar Heels, they have to get some looks. They got to get a good, hard look. They want they because they would have won for twenty games. To your point, and they already won ten regular season games. The ACC. It would be tough to keep Virginia Tech out at that point. I would definitely agree with that. And they do not have to win this conference tournament to do that. But at any rate, um, so I'll get you on this one, pal. Since uh, we're both interested to watch uh, <laughs> Miami and, and Vitek. Um who do you have winning the, two, two, the, the 2016 ACC tournament? I, I personally like Virginia, but who do you like? I, I think I'm leaning towards Virginia also. And it's not so much that I don't think North Carolina is not capable of beating them, but I, I think Virginia is going to have such a home court advantage playing in yes, D.C. Lord. against North Carolina. And it's going to be like a virtual – I mean, I know the Tar Heels will travel well for basketball, but it, it's probably going to be – like a 70-30, 75-25 split because the Virginia basketball fans, they will they will come out and, and they're going to give uh, Virginia a home court advantage. And, you know, we've seen North Carolina play extremely well at home, but, you know, be a little shaky from time to time on on the road. And uh, that's going to be that's going to be tough for for North Carolina to win win there. And I think if Virginia wins the ACC tournament, they'll end up with a number one seed you know, in the oh, NCAA most tournament. Definitely. Most definitely, because Joel Nadi has um, <laughs> both UNC and, and, and UVA as potential number one seeds. And even though UVA has a better uh, conference resume, actually it's not even close to – I mean, they do have a flower better resume out of conference than UNC. Uh, I, I think UNC – it would be funny to see UVA and, and UNC duke it out in D.C. To, in order for I – mean, just to see UNC get a taste of its own mess in terms of having the virtual home court advantage in Greensboro all those years. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, just, I mean, the last I – mean, I mean, Virginia's last game against Georgia Tech, I mean, you could hear the crowd. I mean, hell, you could even hear it for Virginia Tech last night, you know, against Florida right, State. Right. I mean, it's, it's a virtual home game for both squads. And, you know – but I will say this, speaking of the crowds, the fans, what, there's, there's another reason why I was sad to see Syracuse go so early. All the, all those fans, you know, against the game against Pitt, it was clearly, clearly a pro Syracuse crowd. I mean, you see, you I saw orange, and it was mm. damn near sold out. I mean, you know, in terms of seating, yeah. and I was like, wow, who's going to fill up all those seats now? Now that the orange is out, I mean, I didn't know <laughs> they traveled that well. So it's too bad, but I mean, I think they'll be in good hands. Tournament in DC be good hands with Virginia and, and Virginia Tech still left in the field. Even UNC to a certain extent because they will travel too. So either way, it'll be make for exciting ACC tournament final. Hey Jeff, thanks a lot for doing this on short notice. Uh, I apologize profusely for taking you away from the television, even though you might <laughs> still have your one eye on the television right now, as I do as well. I'll just be honest with you. And so enjoy the rest of the ACC tournament. You and I and maybe um, Hokey Smash himself will talk some uh, 
HC wrap up next week, right before the NCAA tournament. Oh yeah, it sounds good. I really enjoyed it. All right, cool. Thanks, th- uh, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Okay, bye. All right, bye bye. That's my guy, Jeff Fan. Check him out on all sports discussion ACC. Good stuff. Good stuff. They also follow him on Twitter at at Talking ACC Sports. Talking as in talking without the G. ACC Sports. One word. This has been a pretty interesting tournament, a conference tournament. My eyes will definitely be on tonight's game with Virginia Tech. If they do win and they do advance far, I think Syracuse bubble will just be bursting all over the place. And I still don't think Michigan should get in over over, over Syracuse. That's another discussion for another day. At any rate, thank you for tuning in. This is Scott Burst of the Clown Hour. Signing off. 06, y'all. Enjoy the rest of March Madness. Championship week. Take care.